Hi, this is Penny Pizer, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Roberts here with a reminder that the next edition of TV Confidential will premiere next week on this station at the usual time. We'll play part two of our conversation with Daphne Maxwell-Reed plus Phil Grace will join us for a special look at vintage variety hours that originally aired on Thanksgiving night or Thanksgiving weekend in the early 1960s. We hope you'll join us for that. In the meantime, fill us with us for our final segment this week. As part of the Sounds of Lost Television, Phil Grice, of course, founder and owner, Archival Television Audio, 8TVAudio.com. Phil? Tonight, uh, we're going to dip uh, back into uh, my archive, and uh, one of those real gems, uh, a lost television broadcast, Annie Get Your Gun, starring Ethel Merman, broadcast on March the 19th, 1967, and this program, to this day, is a lost video. We'll get into the reasons why it was lost in just a second, but first, uh, without further ado, here's, here's a little bit of Ethel Berman and Annie Get Your Gun, which originally aired on NBC in March 1967. All right, folks, let's hurry on down to the box office. Right this way, everybody. Well, the lawn's a little small for a shooting match. The folks can set up around the veranda. Where do you want Butler's gun? Uh, leave him there for a while. Oh, and George, put Mr. Butler's luggage in the hotel. What are you doing to my hotel? Mr. Wilson here, the proprietor. Mr. Wilson, meet Frank Butler. Look, Mr. Wilson, we're going to give you the chance to win $100. You are. You see, every time we play... Mr. Butler challenges the local champion to a shooting match. Who are you? I am Mr. Butler's assistant. I hand him his guns, and he shoots things out of my mouth. You don't shoot enough out of your mouth. Here's the idea, Mr. Wilson. You get your local man. A bit of audio from the television production of Irving Berlin's Annie Get You Guns during Ethel Merman, which originally aired on NBC on March 19, 1967. That clip is courtesy of our friend Phil Grice, founder and owner of Archival Television Audio, Archival Television Audio, www.atvaudio.com. Phil, uh, why don't you tell our listeners the story of how this production of Annie Get Your Gun came to be? Ethel Merman... She did uh, her original Broadway role uh, in, in Berlin's uh, Annie Get Your Gun in 1966. She revised that Broadway production uh, the year before the television broadcast. And um, that was presented at the Lincoln Center. And then the following year, they decided to uh, make a uh, two-hour special on video in color. It was recorded in Brooklyn at the Brooklyn Studios. Uh, it starred uh, beside Ethel Merman, Bruce Yarnell, Frank Butler, as Frank Butler, Harry Belivar, and a number of other dignitaries. And this program went out over the air on tape, March 19, 1967. And as late as 1967, we're looking at another represented lost television um, video broadcast, which... I have some backstory of interest to tell you and your audience, um, which I think would be uh, quite interesting. Well, go, uh, why don't you go for it? Okay. Well, well first of all, um, 
and I, we've known each other for many, many, many years. And um, she uh, made, uh, over the years, diligent attempts to try to find this program. Um, it's one of their uh, uh, stellar lost broadcasts on their top five list. And um, she had touched base with uh, Ethel Merman's daughter, uh, her son, uh, a very, very close friend of Ethel Merman, Steve Cole. Uh, everyone was into the act, trying to determine whatever happened to this particular broadcast, mainly because um, Ethel Merman tended, tended to keep all of the broadcasts that she appeared in. But this was not in her uh, uh, archive. And obviously there were no, there, there's no way for her to record it in 1967, because VCRs, as we know, were not available to the public. Um, no, uh, not that she ever recorded anything, but she always made her business to get sure. uh, a, a duplicate, a quad, or a kinney, or whatever it was. She got it from the studio, and it was almost given that, that whatever she appeared in and most other things that she had appeared in uh, exist. Okay, so how, uh, how do you explain the screw-up? How, how, how come she didn't get a copy of it? Right. For many years, uh, there was a rumor going around that um, uh, Irving Berlin did not like the production, and he suppressed it. But as Jane Klain indicated to me, that uh, she had talked to her daughter about that uh, possibility, and she confirmed that that was not true, that uh, Berlin did not suppress it. Um, there was a time in 2001 when they found... Um, a quad box labeled Annie Get Your Gun, but it was scratched out. So at one time, that certainly was kept, but it's kind of apparent that it was reused. What do you, okay, well, okay uh, what, what do you mean it was scratched out? I mean, someone destroyed... Label. The label was... Oh, the label was scratched out. Yes, I'm sorry. So that indicated that at one point, you know, the tape was stored, but uh, as so many programs, especially in the uh, late 50s and 60s. Someone taped over it. They were, uh, they were reused. Yeah. And, and it seems like that is the scenario for any Get Your Gun. Now, I, I had approached at one point, this is about 10 years ago, uh-huh. uh, Ted uh, Chapin from the Rodgers and Hammerstein organization. And um, my idea was, uh, let's see if we can put out uh, an audio air check of... Um, and he get your gun. At that point, nobody, nobody had access to even the audio. So the whole program was a mystery. I had the audio track. And he jumped quickly uh, in terms of wanting to do this. Um, and I then, back and forth, it was for over a period of a year, um, we discussed the possibility of doing this. I'm going to read a quote. This is a letter from Ted. Uh, February 12, 2001, um, he said, uh, Dear Phil, well, this is not going to be quite as easy as I hoped. RCA has passed on releasing the Annie Get Your Gun television soundtrack. So he went to RCA. I'm not exactly sure why, but I guess they perceive it more of a specialized item than they feel comfortable with. And he goes on and on and on. He was going to then uh, touch base with uh, Bill Rosenfield, uh, possibly... You know, there might be some other non-for-profit organizations that might want to pick up on the idea. Bottom line is, over a year, back and forth in terms of communication, and um, 
it, it never was meant to be. Well, I'm just doing a math here. I mean, okay, that that was that was a that was correspondence dated 2001. 2006 would have been the uh, uh, the 60th anniversary of the original Broadway production of Annie Get Your Gun. You would think some enterprising um, uh, producer or DVD uh, you know producer would, um, would 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 want even the rare audio. Um, archive of, of the television. Sort of thought that, and, and, and also to put perspective at the time, you had Reba McIntyre, who yeah. went back to Broadway, and she debuted in Annie Get Your Gun on January 26, 2001. So it just felt so right to, to, to distribute this. And um, I think it would have been um, a very, very uh, nice moment, but it, it was not meant to be. And to this day, not too many people are aware of uh, the track existing, and not too many people have ever listened to it. Well, if you go if you go to atvaudio.com, folks, www.atvaudio.com, you can hear you can hear a little bit of the track uh, that that we just played on 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 our program. Uh, real quickly, um, Phil, and this is just a general question: um, uh, was was the um, was the NBC production of uh, Annie Get You Gun 1967? Was that was that videotape from a live from a live in in front of a live audience? Um, no, I don't believe so. It was done in a studio, and it was um, it was done expressly uh, for um, later broadcast, and it was shot on videotape, two inch uh, quadruplex videotape. Did so, they did they run the entire you know? Um, not like uh, being uh, at the Lincoln Center. Okay. So they would okay. So they would have run it, you know, from the beginning of the show, um, you know, to the end, as opposed to filming it as if it were a television show, shooting things out of sequence. Right. You're not. You're not listening. Uh, at least on the track, you're, you're not listening to applause. Uh, it, it, it's a, it, it's like the old Playhouse uh, ninety or uh, you know a musical spectacular that Max Lehman might have done. Uh-huh. Uh, it was uh, pure television. Yeah. Let me let me mention also. This was an interesting moment. Um, in uh, 2007, uh, and people come to the website uh, all the time, and they do their own searches, and many times actors and actresses and people who have been looking for their own appearances and have uh, been unsuccessful in getting anything uh, will come to the website. And that happened uh, to um, Lynn East, who uh, was a cast member in that particular production huh. and she was overjoyed and uh and she was and we made a transaction and she was able to get and listen to that tape after so many years you're talking you know uh 40 years later and um i pulled a letter from my files and and um, she said and i got a kick out of one thing she said she said i received the annie get your gun tape and the extra material you so thoughtfully included it was wonderful to hear the TV version once again, even though it reminded me of the fact that two out of the four numbers I was a part of were cut out. <laughs> it's the 90-minute format. Uh, I, no, I think I said two hours. It was 90 minutes. Yeah. And um, and she says in, in, at the end, thank you for giving me back a memory I thought had been completely lost. I will be playing it for my Broadway history class at the Braille Institute, she now works at the Braille Institute. Wasn't that, you know, really special? Well, it's again. We we said this to you before, Phil. One of the fun things about your site is that you you at least provide some 
some record of shows that are otherwise not available, and that's the great thing about ATV Audio. Uh, Phil, Gre- uh, Phil Grice is the founder and owner of ATV Audio, Ar- archival television audio, the largest vintage television soundtrack archive in the world, featuring more than 15,000 hours worth of audio from more than 12,000 original television programs from the 1950s, 60s, and early 1970s. For more information, go to www.atvaudio.com, www.atvaudio.com. Phil, fascinating stuff. As always, we'll talk to you next time. My pleasure, my pleasure. Thank you, Ed. Hi, everybody. This is your cousin, Ricky, and you are listening to TV Confidential. And now... Not confidential. Here's Cousin Ed. Ed Robertson with enough time to tell you that if you are a fan of the first five seasons of Saturday Night Live, featuring the original Not Ready for Primetime players, our friends at Time Life have just released 33 complete episodes as part of a brand new 12-disc DVD compilation that is available exclusively at timelife.com forward slash Saturday Night Live. This collection is called Saturday Night Live, The Early Years, and features such classic characters as the Coneheads, John Belushi's Samurai, Gilda Radner's Emily Latella, the original appearances of the Blues Brothers, plus such classic sketches as Landshark, Word Association, The Killer Bees, Super Bassomatic, and a whole lot more. Saturday Night Live, the early years, 12-disc DVD collection available exclusively at timelife.com forward slash Saturday Night Live. With the holidays coming up, of course, this is a great gift idea for the SNL fan in your life. Guest hosts in this collection include Buck Henry, Elliot Gould, Madeline Kahn, Eric Idle, Candace Bergen, Charles Grodin, and Carrie Fisher. While the musical guests included in Saturday Night Live the early years include Patti Smith, Carly Simon, Joe Cocker, Paul Simon, Santana, Frank Zappa, and a whole lot more. Extra features include rare footage of the original cast, including screen tests and interviews, a 28-page collector's book, a free Bonus DVD featuring three classic episodes, including Chevy Chase returned to Saturday Night Live as host in an episode that featured Billy Joel and a whole lot more. Saturday Night Live, the early years. Saturday Night Live, the early years. 33 complete episodes from the first five seasons of Saturday Night Live. Available now as part of a 12-disc box set. Available exclusively at timelife.com forward slash Saturday Night Live. Timelife.com forward slash Saturday Night Live. Live. A reminder that Get in the Car Jane, Adventures in the TV Wasteland by Billy Van Zant is available in paperback and as an ebook through Amazon.com as well as VanZantMillmore.com and wherever books are sold online. While Tom Dreesen's memoir, Still Standing, My Journey from Streets and Saloons to the Stage and Sinatra is available wherever books are sold through Post Hill Press and Simon & Schuster. You can also find it online at Amazon. You can follow Tom Dreesen on Facebook, Twitter, as well as his website, TomDreesen.com. Also a reminder that Daphne Maxwell-Reed will be taking part in the cast reunion of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air that will premiere Thanksgiving weekend on HBO Max. You can also see Daphne's new movie, The Business of Christmas, which premieres Tuesday, December 1st on BET+. Daphne's website, DaphneMaxwellRead.com. You can also follow Daphne on Instagram. That'll do it for our program this week, folks. Ed Roberts, Abba, Tony Figueroa, Donna Allen, Phil Grace, and Greg Airbar. 
Thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we will talk to you next time on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.